hello hello happy tuesday Happy we're Tuesday. back we're back um guess what they they coming back they love us one more again we love y'all too thanks again for the support like share subscribe all of those good things follow us on tiktok and uh instagram and all those good things so with that being said it's another tuesday where we are here to surely motivate you navigate you through to the end of your work week <laughs> So, what's going on, Tina, with the the tip? What's a word for the day? Setting boundaries. To some, that may seem like a curse word, but it is very, very necessary. <laughs> Not a curse word. Yes. <laughs> Learn to say no when necessary. Establishing boundaries protects your time and energy. Oh. So, heavy on this podcast, we're always talking about energy. We're always talking about things to stay energized to stay positive and things like that so definitely setting boundaries is one of those tools that you must implement to preserve your energy when is it important to set boundaries like you mean like in a work relationship i think in all relationships i think setting boundaries are very necessary i think in all relationships i think if it's a work relationship you need to not do overtime you need to not do um Mm. weekends you not need not to need to do things that are outside of your uh your work job Mm. description because i get to work at 759 and i'm supposed to be there at eight then i get there at 810 but i i mean the spirit of lateness been on me lately <laughs> shake it off shake it off the spirit of lateness has been on me i'm gonna do better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um that's one type of relationship setting boundaries in the workplace setting boundaries mm-hmm. in your romantic relationships oh mm-hmm. boundaries in the romance yeah sometimes you just gotta say no i mean you know no, we, what are we saying no to at this big age People come with uh, ex-spouses, children from previous relationships, Mm. um, financial hardships. They could be Mm -hmm. in in between jobs and things like that. Mm -hmm. So when you're setting boundaries, you don't want to overextend yourself Mm -hmm. till you're putting yourself in a deficit to try to prove your love and your loyalty to someone else that you're in a relationship with. Yeah, I definitely think overcompensating is is a deal. But yeah, I do I do agree with the setting boundaries. I think in the beginning your boundaries are different as opposed to two months in, four months in, six months in, if the goal is progression. If if we are talking about boundaries in intentional dating, I guess. Right. So yeah, boundaries are important. So what do you think in the beginning? Your boundaries in terms of in the beginning, you've been talking to this person for a couple weeks. Y'all go out on a date. Oh, you gonna sip to that? Okay. She needed she needed some hydration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why I mean, when I, I get to going out on the date, you gotta be <laughs> you need to be hydrated all of a sudden. I mean, Delina and I talk a lot off of camera in regards to <laughs> yes, dating ma'am. and relationships, and relationships is. Not a sore spot for me, but I've had so many unsuccessful relationships. And let me just say this. (laughs) We appreciate the love and support and feedback. And we ask close friends and family and our viewers to give us some topics. And the powers that 
have been invested in us have have zeroed in on some some topics about relationships so we decided to, to touch on it but back to what you were saying so you say you're not sore about the relationship mm-hmm. but you've had some some sore experiences yeah so i guess that's the best way to say it so okay. essentially i don't want my uh shortcomings in the arena of relationships to taint others perception of oh, dating well you know we're not going to taint here but we are going to mm-hmm. be sheer yeah sheer and, motivation and motivate yeah we're going to sheerly motivate people into a realistic perspective so your your experiences is like you said it's not to taint anyone's progression but on this podcast we're going to challenge ourselves to be to be open and transparent mm-hmm. and you know, this is your experience. So it's not male bashing. It's mm. experience sharing. Mm-hmm. Experience is sharing is caring. Mm-hmm. I care. You care? Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah. So nonetheless, when you're getting into a new relationship, do not overextend yourself. Do make sure that this is a person that you can see yourself building with, growing with, and make sure that there's a reciprocation of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because sometimes as women... You know, we do feel like there is a shortage of good men. So we can put ourselves in a position where we're overextending ourselves because we want him to know that we care, that we like him. We're the ride or die type of um, female. Right, ride or die. I done rode. Mm. I done died. Mm. Came back times. to life. Listen. And died killed again. me again. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, definitely, when it comes to relationships, make sure it's kind of evenly tilled. The Bible, which I don't know which uh, which verse we're going to be getting into, oh, we'll this get week, to it. But we do. The Bible talks about being equally yoked, mm. and we do understand that individuals go through things, and you know, you might meet somebody, and they could have the best heart, the best mm. internal workings, and they could just literally be going through a stupor in their lives. So, it's not throw the whole person away. But you have to have those difficult conversations about goals. What are your goals? What do you plan on doing to put yourself in a better predicament? Mm. How can I help you? How are you going to help yourself? Mm. If if our relationship doesn't work out, then you have not overextended yourself to a point where now you're in a deficit. Mm. You know, because every relationship See, you problem. give and take. Yeah, you give and take. See, I risk it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me. That was me. Uh, I'm. A, I think I'm a little bit of a hopeless romantic, mm-hmm. but I've learned. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I've learned. Yeah, I've learned some expensive lessons. Yes. <laughs> Very Cha-ching. expensive. Very expensive. I lost some cars, some apartments, um, some bankroll. Um, yeah. So. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and you know, not even. Like no, not not even. Not even. But allowing someone else's emergency. To mm. now be my emergency. Mm. I have children, so we have our own set of emergencies. You Amen. know, as a mother, you know, an unforeseen doctor's bill, a kid gets injured or something mm. like that. I have to have money on reserve for that. Mm. So I can't, you know, be giving you re up money. Mm-hmm. So in terms of that, that's true. In terms of setting boundaries, like how does someone? determine in the beginning okay so for example you go on the first day everybody should be dating intentionally with the intention to bring your attributes your skill set your vision to the table and we touched a little bit 
on the table in a previous episode. And I think the feedback, I think people were really nudging this, this relationship kind of dialect. But, um, you know, the table is just a set of attributes and goals that you have finessed in your own life. And you are at a place where you want to share and combine like terms with someone. Um, That's a good way to put it, like terms. Mm, like turn so it's not really on all of one particular person to bring everything to the table you know as as a man you may come with a vision Mm -hmm. you may come where you're financially secure but maybe you've chosen this woman because her faith is strong or you've chosen this woman because she's very organized or she pays attention to detail she's very nurturing whatever Mm -hmm. it is Mm -hmm. so we touched a little bit on the table last time But this time, we're going to touch a little bit on boundaries. So when you go on a first date, let's talk first date. Hmm. The first date. One time. One time for your mind. (laughs) I know they're going to eat us with these comments. Listen, Uh, we're going to put a disclaimer out there. Uh, Take everything that we said with a grain of salt. If it don't apply to you, then let it ride, okay? Let it ride. They're not going to let it ride. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't inbox us. Right. (laughs) Because I'm going to read it. <laughs> and you might get blocked. <laughs> Boom. Oh, you are the queen of blocking. Listen, I got to I gotta protect my energy. We got to see if we can get some sound effects to this. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. So, what was I saying? In terms of the first day, and we're not relationship experts. I'm just sharing what has worked for me, what hasn't worked. Tina got her own set of experiences. Some stuff we see parallel other other things we have a different um you know viewpoint but in terms of the first date let's let's go to in the beginning because i've had this conversation with a couple of male friends of mine oh she's doing that mindfulness exercise we talked about the first time the deep breathing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay i'm going to a place a happy place in Mm -hmm. my mind in through the nose out through the mouth okay so in the beginning you are minding your business. And I've had this conversation with some male friends of mine. We're at the bar. We're at a happy hour. Wherever we are, we minding our business. We got our drink in our hand. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Drink in our hand. We listening to some good music. Listen. This man has noticed us from across the room. There you go. <laughs> and we have noticed him. We may lock eyes. At some point, he comes over to introduce himself, right? So I've had this conversation. Who approaches who? Do you feel like as a woman, you're out enjoying yourself and this man has made eyes with you and you've maybe made eyes with him? How you doing? Do you feel like it's your place to go over, introduce yourself? Because it's it's some raw women out here, from my understanding, and they're doing that. Ladies, are we doing that? Are we are we seeing a, an attractive man? Are we going over and staking our fork in the grass? Or what are we doing? Okay. So I go over, I introduce myself. Um, you know, I give him my name, which we I don't give him my full name. Oh, you using aliases no, out no, no, here I, in the streets? No, no, I just say Tina because we're not gonna get into articulation. In but the you club. just said you articulate. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking. I'm talking proper. I'm not talking that street slang. I'm I'm actually forming full sentences and words. I'm okay. not leaving open ended questions and okay. stuff. I'm following you. Yeah. So you, you know, when I go over, I say Tina because Shantina is a is a um you know a very um. What's the word? Rare? 
very rare name. Oh. And so, you know, they could type shit in I was going to say urban. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. But, <laughs> you know, I love you, girl. Listen, it's, it's urban. I, I'll accept that. Urban. But, but nonetheless, when I go over, you know, I'll just say Tina and, and what's your name or whatever. Okay. And, you know, we'll start conversing. And, you know, I'll just say, you know, I saw you over there looking, you know, single, married, or divorced. Oh, okay. So you uh-huh. just get right into right it. Right on Because what is we doing? What okay. Is, what are we doing? Because I'm trying to get married tomorrow. So oh. if I'm trying to get married tomorrow, mm-hmm. I need to know, are you single, married, or divorced? Well, well, well. Yeah. So, like, my main thing is with it, with asking single, married, or divorced, I'm not trying to get hit over my head with nobody bottle flying across the club to hit me. So you might even be somebody's man because there are couples that go out together. Okay. And, you know, because they already are securing a relationship, he could be standing at the bar watching the game with his boys and she could be up in the VIP plush rolled on sofa chilling okay. with her homegirls. Okay. So I need to determine if this is even a safe space for me to even be over here mm. in a conversation with you. It's giving too much work for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it, it's work. It's work. But I'm tired. work, work I'm tired. now. And I ain't even I ain't work even... now. Work okay. while it's day. Do the work up front. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, Go yeah. ahead, sis. So I'll say, you know, single married or divorce. So, you know, depending on what he says then, which you know <laughs> every man if his woman ain't watching is single. Yeah, mm-hmm. every man of his woman ain't watching, he's single. Mm-hmm. So he, he in the club, he say he's single. Okay, so now we go to level two. <laughs> now, if he, say level ma- two. if he say married, I said, well, I just want to tell you you're a very nice looking guy. I like the way you put together. I, I like the way God put the Lego block. That's too much talking if you're talking to my man. If, uh, if it, my man has made it, could be, I could be saying, excuse me, sir. What you me, need sir. to say is, oh, excuse you me, may, sir, what you, need to, what you need to say at that point, once he say, I'm married, you say, oh, have a good night. Yeah, well, I mean, I still want to give him a compliment. I want to even know why I stepped on his square. You know what I'm saying? Why I'm even over there in his face. I just want to let you know mm-hmm. that, you know, I see what God did, mm-hmm. and we bless him for that. If he mm-hmm. says divorce, then I say, okay, you know, because divorce, that's you back outside. There's an opening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he back outside, and I'm outside, and this is the right place at the right time. You know what I'm saying? So... That's how I go. That's how I, I see him. I like him. And I want him. Okay. But let's establish single marriage or divorce first. Let's go ahead and get them difficult questions out. Because if we do not, then that's when you continue to talk mm-hmm. and you start building up these emotions. The longer that it drags on and mm-hmm. you don't know and you haven't asked those difficult questions. Okay. Is the longer that you start fantasizing that, hey, this is going somewhere that it could possibly never go. Okay. So, Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I received that. I'm a little different. Mm. So, <laughs> how you different, friend? Yeah, I'm a little different. And <laughs> Tell I, I mean, so I was having this conversation with a friend of mine. Um, we've known each other for a long time, but we went to high school together. But we still keep in touch, and we've had this this conversation. He and I, he's probably watching. He know who he is. But he said, you know, Delina, if you see a nice looking man, he's staring at you. You staring at him. You're not gonna go over there and say. And I was like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. She said not. what she said. I said what I said. She ain't coming. So my thing is this, and I, I'm not saying that I'm right and you're wrong. I respect your opinion. You know, for me, I guess, <laughs> for me, I feel like men are natural born leaders, providers, and protectors. What does that mean to me when they're hunters? They're not, it's, it's in their DNA. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. What does that mean for me in in the 
social sense is if you see me and I see you, we lock eyes. If you're available, you know, meaning if you're single and you, you're out in that social atmosphere, you're going to come over, you're going to introduce yourself. I'm going to make my, my aura open. I'm definitely going to smile. I'm going to make eye contact with you. Come over, introduce yourself. I'm definitely going to engage in conversation. But I'm not getting off my square to go over to you and introduce myself like, hey, how you doing? What you up? I'm saying, what's up? What up? <laughs> it's your girl. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about to rub my beard, you know, and, you know, pop my collar. I feel like when a man sees something they want, they coming for you. Period. They coming for you. They're natural born leaders, providers, and protectors. So you see something you want. You're locking eyes with me. I'm locking eyes with you. We're doing it multiple times. That's your chance to come over, introduce yourself, say something. At that time, I will have a conversation like, oh, you know, are you single? Are you, you know, whatever, you know. And I will ask those important questions. I'm going to touch on them. I'm not going to go too far because we just met. It's boundaries in place. I'm not going to be like, so when's the last time you had sex? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's going to be a lie. You asking for a lie on oh, the first night. I'm asking for it. <laughs> for it. I might. Lie to me. I might run into. A, I might ask a question and run into a red flag, and I just keep on running. <laughs> she runs to them red flags now. So now, what I will say, you are absolutely correct. That is the dynamic. I do feel like that's the dynamic. That's that's the traditional way of doing things. That man I'm a traditional seeks girl. out a woman, and then he goes for what he wants. Mm-hmm. But in my defense, these men don't know what they want. Don't and I'm it. not going to decide for them. I mean, I'm going to help them. I'm, I'm going to help them. And that's great, friend. Shorty, but I'm, 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 this is what you want. This phase of my life is called I'm not putting together puzzle pieces <laughs> for no grown man, right? I got enough pieces of my life that I'm trying to gel together. I have children I have to lead. I have this oldest child who I love very dearly. I'm a consultant in her life. She mm-hmm. is college. She's in college. She's you know, on the cusp of a, a new chapter in her life, I'm there to guide her and motivate her and encourage. So sheer that's motivation podcast. Sheer motivation. I'm sheerly motivating my oldest child into young womanhood and adulthood. Then I have two boys. Mm-hmm. I got to get down on their level. I got to be mom to them. I have to motivate them according to their age group. I don't have the energy mm-hmm. to do it for a grown man. If you want me and you're taking note of who I am and you decide, you know what, it's something about her. I need to spend a little time with her. I need to see what she got going on. I need to see where her mind at. I need to see who she is. It is up to you to take the lead mm-hmm. on that navigation. Sips tea. Mm. We're going to get a lot of stuff in the DMs. I feel the DMs coming. I you feel, feel it. it? Shut up in my bones. Listen, can we turn comments <laughs> off? Can we turn comments off? Right oh, we now? might need to. We might Listen. need to turn the comments off on this. So one. we can agree to disagree. We're two individuals, so we do things on an individual basis. Yeah, I have no problem shooting my shot. Delina says that is not her position. If you a man, I'm gonna need you to be a man. I'm gonna need you to come with it, baby. Come go go, go hard or go home. Listen, and I'm shooting shot. Bow that we go hitting a three. Bow that we go. So what do y'all think? What are we doing out there, ladies? Are we are we seeing men? Are we coming up on them like what's good? You know, or are we are we queens on our square and you know we don't move our 
feet from our square until we find something that's worth it until that man show you I'm in your life because I need to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, it definitely I feel like the Delina's approach does force a man to see the value in you. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like when you're in a club setting, you know, you set this scene. We're in a club. Now I'm friendly in the club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, listen, I'm nice. Sometimes I'm too friendly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it's only a snapshot. So if I don't go over and actually open my mouth, you know, you just over there admiring me. You don't even get to you know peel back a layer. Yeah, you and don't I, need and to peel I feel back like, a layer until you. Yeah, but I feel like as layer. you know where. You know, some people, they get fascinated by the appearance of things, but it's so many levels. Like, mm-hmm. it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's something that I could say that could, you know, change your mind one way or the other. Because I could go over there and open up my mouth and be a, bab- a babbling fool. And you might be like, mm, what like, she should have just kept her mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, maybe that's happened to a couple of a couple of um, scenarios. But I could come over and you'd be like, yeah, you know, that's the voice that I heard. That's the person that I think it was. Because I really feel like me being a single woman, I know what my husband looks like. I know I like I know when I encounter him, I'm going to know that I've encountered him, that I've encountered the person that God has reserved for mm-hmm. me. Because I've never been married. Mm-hmm. And I know that I, as much as I'm seeking my partner, mm-hmm. he's seeking me too. Right. Absolutely. So Tina brought up a good point. She's never been married. So those who know, if you don't know, I was in a marriage for, um, we'll just, we'll cap it at 10 years. Long time. Um, good man. I don't have nothing bad to say about him, but the Bible says Mm. (laughs) that (laughs) he's a good man. Savannah. No, the, the Bible says what it says, says that a man that finds a wife finds a good thing. Mm, 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 mm. So I realize that I need to allow that man to find me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make my aura open. I'm going to welcome the conversation. Um, I'm not going to be like, oh, how dare you? Off with your head, you know. <laughs> but I'm not going to go and seek because I realize that as a woman, as I'm walking more and more in my purpose, um, and I'm really more focused on being a good mother to my children and being a good friend to my friends and just living and enjoying life. When that, that man that, that God is sending for me, my Boaz, Mm. I'm going to know it. I'm going to feel it. You know, I'm not going to have to go find it. I'm not going to have to go chase it. I'm not Mm going to have to convince it. I'm not going to have to compete with no other woman because he's going to show up and he's going to be present, you know, because that's what the Bible has told me. Mm -hmm. And I realized that in my, in my marriage that I was in, although he was a great man and we gelled well in a lot of areas, I feel like I never took time to really stop and say, God, is this the man you're sending for me? Mm -hmm. Let me try it your way because when I choose, when I take the lead, it doesn't work well for me. Correct. You know, and so I think it's nothing wrong with being um, open and social. I think it's nothing wrong with making your aura inviting but I definitely feel like because men are natural born hunters, leaders, providers, protect men know what they want. 
period. Mm -hmm. And so that is your time to take the first leg. Introduce yourself. I think the problem is we've gotten away from the normalcy of going up to a lady and giving her a compliment and saying, I see you over here. I want to come over and introduce myself Mm -hmm. because, you know, you look attractive. I'm trying to get to know a little bit about you, you know, and just having that normal conversation. So I'll sit back. I'll cross my legs on my throne. I might be alone. <laughs> I might be alone, honey. I, and I accepted that too. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and that's what I'm saying. If you're in a position of transition from one relationship to your next relationship, there is a period of time where you have to do some self-healing and some self-work. And it's, it could get lonely. and You could be by yourself. And that's fine. That's the time that you need to learn mm-hmm. to figure out what things work for you. Mm-hmm. Your The things that you're willing to accept. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I need a provider. Every woman doesn't need a provider. Some women might feel like, hey, I already got a big bag. I just need my man to come around and protect me. Mm-hmm. I need no, my I, man need, to, I need a provider. <laughs> I need my man to give me compliments. I need my man to buy me flowers. I need my man to to um you know lead i need him to set goals i need him to tell me the next direction that our family is moving in so when people talk about money money is like the least of the problems Mm -hmm. that a lot of relationships have when we talked about the table in the previous episode i think men hear the table oh lord here Mm -hmm. they go with the table Mm -hmm. and women like yeah the table the table the table is not just money Mm -mm. the table is Mm -mm. I believe it. Money now. Money is on the table. Money is on the table. Yeah, throw it out. <laughs> money is on the table, but I want, I want money, but I want a vision. I want to know what you're connected to. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know your vision for us. I want to know your vision for you separately. I mean, are we starting a business? Are are you planning to to help me retire before I get to fifty? Mm-hmm. What is our plan? You know, are we? You know, just are we really working on becoming one? Yeah. You know, um, it's okay if you don't have everything in place. But my thought is, as a woman, what can I add Mm -hmm. to this man? I don't want to take from you. I want to add to you. Right, right. Because if I see potential in us being together, because we women, we love potential. Ooh, potential. But I want to add to you. You know, I may be good at fine detail. I may be good at organization. I may be good at numbers. I may be good at the gift of gab. Whatever it is, whatever your vision is, I'm going to listen to it and see what I can add to it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think people have just gotten away from that. And that's why it's important to be intentional when you date and have those boundaries. So on the first date, are there topics and boundaries that you put up in an effort to protect yourself from discussing certain things. Like, is there a topics off limit on the first date? I don't have topics that are off limits. I try to allow the conversation to be organic, you know, um, just depending on where the first date is, you know, the type of setting that we're in. Um, you know, if we're riding together to, you know, said place, that car ride is a lot of time to, to talk and discuss some things and, you know, your hobbies, your interests and, and different things like that. Um, so I would definitely say, you know, I wouldn't talk about sex on the first date unless I was that type of girl and I'm not that type of girl. She's not that type of girl. I'm not that type of girl. So 
I wouldn't talk about sex because then it opens up a whole nother can of worms because then his antennas goes up and he's like, okay, it's about to be my lucky night. Oh, yes. not the lucky night. Yeah, lucky oh. night. Like, bingo, just hit the jackpot. No, sir. Um, So, therefore, I wouldn't engage in that type of conversation. Now, financially, I would say, you know, where do you work? You know, how long have you been working there? Because then that would tell me that, you know, if you've been on a certain job for a length of time, you could have a 401k. You know, you could be starting to invest okay. in, you know, your future or whatever. You have a solid foundation. Okay, I like those keywords. 401 invest mm -hmm. ladies write that down yeah and solid foundation you know do do you have children how many children with how many different women Ooh. you know because now when we're talking about multiple children we're talking about multiple um children's moms then we're talking oh. about different personalities does your child live in the state out of the state like it's many different parts because then if your kids live out of the states <laughs> then that means when they come into the when they come to like summer breaks and stuff like that you know we have to make accommodations for them so it's just certain oh things my gosh. This is i have lot. children so my kids play a big portion in my life if I'm with somebody and building with someone, I would want to think that their children are a big part of their life. Mm -hmm. And I want it to be cohesiveness. Okay. Yeah, I, that's, that, that's, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get to is cohesiveness. Like, okay, now we're together. Now how can I support you and you support me? Mm -hmm. I don't want somebody being over here catering to my kids and doing everything to my kids. And they haven't even called mm -hmm. their kid for their kid's birthday or Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know, you're in my kid's space, mm. but you don't even have a good relationship with your kids. And right. some men think that they have to show that to get with the woman. I have to show that I can tolerate kids. I can show that I have a good relationship mm. with her kids because then that gets me closer to her because I know how she feels mm. about her kids. Yeah. And so, and that's a facade. I feel like that's a facade mm -hmm. um, because that's not your true heart mm. that's not your true intention but you know how important my kids are to me so you lead with that so that you, you come over and my, play the yeah. good guy mm -hmm. yeah so i just i feel like those are you know on the date of course you know have fun enjoy it enjoy it for what it's worth you know dates do not have to be expensive dates can so be let's talk money um ooh, first ooh, money 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 Catch this dance. Catch this dance. <laughs> so, <laughs> they gonna get us. Listen, <laughs> we, we do not own rights to that song. They gonna get us. So, let's talk money on the first date. So, I don't believe there's a specific dollar amount that is attached to a first date. But when we get into the idea of first date, I feel like, once we get, I, and and I could be distorted with this because I'm in a phase, right? I'm in a phase in my life where I've ended one chapter of my life. So I haven't, I'm going into this phase of my life where I haven't been on a whole bunch of dates and I don't know what the rules are, but I do know, one thing I know about myself is I, I do tend to be more of a traditional lady. So with that being that said. That is determined. Right. <laughs> Ooh, that was messy. <laughs> <laughs> that is determined. She traditional. I'm not. I'm shooting the shot. So, I mean, I like flowers. Um, I feel like the first date is the time where 
you take a collection of our conversations, not text messages, conversations, <laughs> and you say, man, I've been talking to her for about three, four weeks, whatever, and I, she likes painting, she likes uh, riding bikes, she likes museums, she likes art. What can I plan around these conversations that we've had where I can get her into an element where we're enjoying each other's time, each other's company. Hmm, let me check out this museum. After that, we can go have us a nice little dinner. I'm going to pick her up. I'm going to have a few little flowers. She said her favorite color is X and Y. So I'm going to just pick out something, pick her up. We'll go. We'll have a good time. So with that being said, money has to be spent. It's, it's not about the dollar amount. It's about the thought that goes into the intention that goes into planning a date around the conversations that we've had. It shows that you've been listening. It shows that you care enough and think enough of me to take the time to plan something around things that interest me where you can see me and I can see you in a natural element and we can have a good time to see if there is a spark there that we can build on. You can spend $100, you can spend $200, you can spend $300. It's not a minimum or a maximum. But fellas, you gotta know how to woo your lady. Mm. Cause what you put in her is what you get out of her. Listen, and I didn't write that. That's a scripture. I'm gonna write that down. Hold on. Well, well, well. What you put in her is what you get out. Is what you get out. Is she is really writing this down. What <laughs> you get out. Yeah, you. And I think that. that's true. And you everything. heard the lingo. You. Mm -hmm put sperm in you get a baby you yeah. put her in a house you make it a home yeah you know so yeah. yeah yeah so and i believe that's true you know i do believe i 100 stand on that mm -hmm. and that's why i start cutting my roster mm. <laughs> the roster <laughs> the roster so we talked about the table and we're gonna talk about the roster so no oh. but literally i don't allow people to waste very much of my time. So you're only going to have about a week's worth of Good Morning Beautifuls. And if you have not... Oh, and don't you even hit me with the what you doing. Mm. And let me go ahead and tell you this, because she's not going to tell you. If you text her GM... Mm. Ooh, child. It's blocked. And block. I don't even... I done passed the, passed the phase of blocking me. Don't you text me the letter G and then the letter M. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got to get graphic. Yeah, when G. she said... When she yeah. said that, she said that a few weeks ago. She said, ooh, and he texted me, G-M. I said, mm, I said well, she a feisty one. I you know so lazy. Right. You can't even put the O-O-D and all the other letters. Listen, to I'm not even worth your time and effort to spell out two full words. That's what I'm saying. Three good syllables. Mm -hmm. Like, what is we doing? They're not spelling it out because they don't got to put no effort in. Right. Right. All they had to do was look at you and you come walking over. So they figured the letters GM is good enough. Listen. And so what I'm saying <laughs> is even even in the morning, if people have a, a ride to work, a few minutes, you know, five or ten minutes mm -hmm. that they can spare, that they could call you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You don't have to 
text me, you can call me and say, good morning. I hope you have a great day. Right. I just call to let you know I want you to have a great day. Mm. And we'll talk once you get off. I mean, it's just one of the things that's effort, that's energy, that's mm-hmm. showing interest. Mm-hmm. And you can't keep, you can't build a whole relationship off of a two-letter text message. I'm not even, that's not even showing me personality. That's not showing me character. Mm-hmm. That's not showing me anything about you. Mm-hmm. So um, with that being said, you know, I just kind of, mm, now, most recently. Okay. Oh, recently. Most recently, because remember you said, give it time. I said that? Yeah, you did. Because oh, I be cutting them off. I do think. And telling her about it when it's done. I be like, oh, give him time. And I watch him fade. Fade. She be like, so what happened to old boy? <laughs> I'm like, he gone. He gone. Another one bites I, the another dust. Another one bites the dust. R.I.P. I just killed the thug. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sorry for him. So I'm sorry for that man. Um, but nonetheless, so back on my birthday, July 30th, just oh. in case, go ahead, put that on your calendar for next year. July 30th, I met a guy. I July was, 30th, what's your sign? Leo. A Leo. Say it, say it real loud. Leo. <laughs> I can yeah. say it low because Sagittarius is oh, so loud mm-mm, in my ear. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. <laughs> I'm a Sag. She asked my sign. Mm-hmm. I said a Sag. Yeah, so Leo, I'm a Leo woman, and okay. so uh, I was out. And that was fight night with um, fight night. Yeah, fight night. The two guys. Um, who were the two guys that were fighting? I can't remember now. But nonetheless, she it, can't even remember. Um, you must have met a good old man. No, it ain't even had nothing to do with it. Blocked her memory. It's been over two months. Uh, you know, over a month and a half now. So. I'm out at the local casino. Ooh, I've with, never been to the casino. I want to go. You need to go. Okay, it's a whole vibe. Oh, it's grown go. and sexy. Mm-hmm. I like grown and sexy. So I'm at the local casino. Okay, I'm with, I'm with some homegirls. Are you so at so the crap table? Are you rolling dice? No, rolling I, dice I like seven eleven. Seven eleven. I was at on? the um. We was at the um where the fight was going at. All, all the big screens was okay. lined up or whatever. Okay. So we over there, mm-hmm. all girl crew. You know, one guy ended up knowing one of the girls that was in my crew or whatever, and he comes over and he says, "Hey, I'm out celebrating my brother's birthday." Okay. And so she says, "Oh, we celebrating her birthday." Give so me his visual stats for the people that's listening, because some this is visual, but some people are just gonna listen to this. What did he look like? He walks up, give me a synopsis of his. So symbol. when when the brother walks up, he's not even there. He's not even there. Like, he's off at the restroom or, you know, off at a table or something. So, my, so the guy comes over. His brother's nice looking. And he tells my friend, yeah, we are celebrating my brother's birthday. So, she says, well, we celebrating her birthday, which mm-hmm. would be me. So, he was like, oh, when your birthday? And I said, today, because it was after midnight. And so, we were actually on July 30th. Mm-hmm. And his brother's birthday was actually July 29th, which was when they initiated entering the casino. So okay. his brother's birthday is July 29th. Mine is July 30th. So he says, well, it's you know, we're going to buy shots. We're going to buy rounds, drinks on us, da 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. So then when the brother walks up, he tells his brother, now, now we get into the visual. Now the brother shows up and the brother is short. Well, how short is short? Give me an idea. My short. Because I like a tall man. So yeah. I'm so, so me, myself, I'm five foot even. So he may have been five two. Yeah, so you know, and granted, if it's five, you shouldn't be alive. No, no, please let us five feet people live. Well, no, you can live, friend. The woman can live. Okay, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so he came over, whatever. He was nice, you know. He extended his hand for a handshake, gave him a handshake or whatever. He's like with the handshake, handshake. Uh I mean, I just met this man. I mean, we only known each other thirty five seconds. Yeah, ain't no chest today. You ain't touching this. This somebody else's wife. Don't be touching on this. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So, so when we're sort of, you know, we go to a bar, you know, the brother's like one, two, three, four, five, you know, have, have many shots we're going to get or whatever. So he ordered the shots, the shots came, you know, we toasted up, cheered, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're just talking. So he said, you know, I didn't even, the, the brother that is, is, you know, supposed to be for me, I'm assuming. Um, <laughs> she'd have made the man for her. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm assuming. I'm because I ain't gonna say names because I don't know who know who or who was there that right, night. We ain't like, doing no names. Yeah. So, um, it's your motivation pocket, not not names. Yeah, we not names. So no we do name. story time with no names. Mm-hmm. No face, no kiss. Mm. So, um, anyway, so he he says I didn't get your name, so I tell him my name or whatever. So we just talking. So he said, you know, what do you do? You know, you're so pretty. You smell you smell amazing. You look great or whatever. Because like I say, it's my birthday. So it's your birthday. If it's my birthday, I'm putting it on. You understand okay. what I'm saying? So, um, you know, he tells me his name. I tell him mine or whatever. He tells me where he works and I tell him where I work at. And he was like, you know, it's funny that I never met you before. You know, if my brother knows your friend, then why have I never met you before? And then I'm like, well, me and her don't get to hang out that often mm-hmm. it just so happened to be fight night fight night in her city like mm-hmm. so you know i'm on her side of town okay and you know so anyway so he was like you know telling me different things he you know what his, his interests are he fixes cars restores cars mm-hmm. um and different things like that so he said well you know after we hung out we went to the crap table like we're talking two and a half three hours of just you know moving around the casino just doing stuff hanging so out so he was with you at this point yeah so it was See, him uh-uh, don't even be with me like that just come up introduce yourself let's have a, a 10 15 minute conversation yeah. i need you to go forward so no like uh, pretty much our clue our um our crews merged so him and his brother with me and my homegirls and like i said they were very hospitable it wasn't just like oh let me buy you a drink it was let me get everybody straight so and then the two the guy and girl that had known each other they're gamblers so we went to different tables where they gambled and they won money so that wasn't a problem so while they gambling we just off on the side having small talk and so when it was all over with, he said, well, can I get your number? I would love to continue our conversation. So I said, okay. So I gave him my number. Um, so after giving him my number, um, you know, the next day he texted me. It was great meeting you, whatever, whatever. Okay, cool. Okay, so this is the next day. Okay, this so is we the had, next we day. the next day. Yeah, okay. this is the next day. So on the next day, he's like, you know, I'm, it was good meeting you or whatever. You know, you seem like good people, whatever, whatever. I love to get to know more about you. So I'm like, okay, cool. So we're talking and, te- you know, we're texting, good morning, good morning, have a great day, good morning, good too morning. Too much texting yeah, for me. Yeah, too much texting for me. Mm. So then I break the barrier. Like, well, let me call him. Let me let him know that I'm single, single. She's shooting her shot. I'm single, I'm single. Yeah, I'm single, single. So, sir, you can call this phone because I paid a bill on it. There's nobody laying beside me. You're hustling. There is no inappropriate time to call me because I sleep by myself. Um, So I call him. You know, we engage in conversation. We're talking or whatever. Uh-huh. So, you know, after then it went back to texting, texting, texting. So with me, I was kind of like, I'm only going to give this like seven good days. Like, what is we doing? Like I'm Seven? Tr- oh, she said, I'm going to give you just as much time as God used to create the world. Listen. Seven days. You it's a masterpiece. You have not said nothing about meeting. You have not said nothing about going out. Well, you, it's been seven days. We had to the next weekend. Grown people like to hang out on the weekends. So I met you on the weekend. I understand you might have worked Monday through Friday. Now we had another weekend, and you ain't said nothing about, well, hey, it's Friday night. Let's he could have had something previously planned. Clearly he did. So nonetheless, <laughs> none, nonetheless, this text relationship, you know, for those who follow me on Facebook, this text relationship went on for 30 
whole days. 30 whole days. You was in a relationship through text for, message for 30 days. For 30 whole days. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so now you see how when I said what I said, when I told Delina, oh, he about to get blocked. <laughs> he about to get blocked. And she, oh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, so how long do you... How, how long, long is too do long? you feel that it should take somebody to plan that first date? You know, I well, feel like at is... the 60-day mark, if we've been talking, texting, first of all, I don't just want to be in a text relationship with you. That's flag for me, number one. Right. If if we're doing 90% of our talking through text message, that's something I personally don't want to be a part of. I need to hear your voice. Mm-hmm. I FaceTime is a different, it's levels to it. I don't particularly care to FaceTime with guys unless I've deemed you special to me right in some capacity but I'm not just randomly FaceTiming like but we need to talk we Mm -hmm. need to be able to hear each other's tone and inflection in our voice and what I'm saying is it does take time to build a rapport so I feel like if we've met from the start to the you know, if, if we've been talking and texting regularly, nothing wrong with texting, but mm-hmm. I just don't want it to be the main vessel of communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we get to the 60-day mark and you have not invited me out on a date or a dinner or a movie or a concert or a play or it's a like, cocktail, what are we doing? Ice cream, tea, Starbucks, what's Barnes & Noble. What's, going, what's yeah. going on? What are we doing? Yeah, so I, I allowed that to go on much longer than it needed to go Well, on. how long was it in total time? I mean, it was 30 days. But it was, I think that's a bit much, no, friend. No, 30 no, no, days is no. a bit much because okay. people have lives. Come, 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 story time. So, I, my job sent me out of town for a training. And with that training, I stayed in a whole entire motel room by myself. You was like two hours away. And it's, people can't two always hours, get there. Two but hours. No, but people can't always get there. People got lives. And Listen, I know a joker right now. If I really wanted to be bothered, I'd call him and he'd walk. So you telling me a man with three cars, you told me you got three cars, three cell phones, you tell me a man that able body got a job and I'm three, I'm two hours away and I don't, it ain't even that far, but I, I mean, I, I live in Williamsburg. My training was in Richmond. I was there for three whole days and for, for none of those days, did you take an early day? Did you come up and say, well, she's in Richmond. She, cause when I was going to Richmond, he says, so, you know, they got y'all roommates. And I said, no, I said, well, you know, we're in the room by ourselves. They don't allow, they don't, you know, force the roommate situation. I said, I'm quite sure if it was somebody that I was cool with such as Delena mm-hmm. then probably I could say hey me and Delena we chill like we be at the telly all the time by ourselves yeah. so they might would have made that accommodation for us to stay in a room together but I was in the room by myself so you know he was like oh word that's what's up so what you gonna be up there doing and I was like nothing you know what I'm saying but that was your you know leeway to if you said well hey I'm gonna come up there because now you don't gotta buy a room the room is already paid for you know my employer has Fit the bill. She done made it easy for her. Yeah, I done made it real easy. And he still didn't get it. And he still didn't get it. So now while I'm at the room, the whole time you texting and talking, hope you have a good day at training. Hope um hope you have a great day. You out of training. I was training today, da da da. We're doing all this small talk. For me to return, I return and get back. And I said, you know what? That's really, really peculiar to me. And when I call him, he don't answer. Peculiar, because now I'm thinking, I call him, he don't answer. I text him, he responds and says he in the hospital. So I'm like, oh my God. Wait a minute, how did a man get to the hospital? So I'm like, oh my God, he's in the hospital. Let us pray. Oh. 
So I began to pray because I'm like, Lord, you know, maybe that's why he didn't ever come up. So, you know, I'm a healthcare professional. I've been mm-hmm. in the healthcare industry over 20 years. Mm-hmm. So when he was telling me about his ailment or whatever, it was true. It was, you know, what he was saying was actually true. He had arrhythmia and they, you know, shocked his heart to get his heart back in the rhythm. His um, top lobe was beating at a different um, speed than his bottom lobe just to keep it, you know, sh- Straight and narrow. We're not going to get into the medical terminology. But anyway, so I said, oh, my God. I said, well, so are you going home? I said, you know, because it, it's like outpatient procedure, but it's still, they put you to sleep. And it, it can be, you know, it can be hard. It can be a difficult procedure. So I said, and, and then they let you stay like an hour and a half, two hours after you had a procedure or whatever to make sure the anesthesia wears off and you're tolerating everything well. So when we're talking on the phone, you know, because he calls me. He's just driving. So it's, we've been on the phone like an hour. You know, this is the longest that I've ever talked to him. He's just on the phone. So I said, well, you should be going home. <laughs> you should be going home, sir, because we're talking about top lobe, bottom lobe, and they just, they're not in sync, and they're in sync, and everything's doing this. You should be home, sir, with your feet propped up, relaxing. <laughs> Not your feet up. Yeah, and so now we've been on the he phone. He got the gout, don't he? We've been on the phone an hour and a half. <laughs> this man never made it home. Oh, because he was sitting in his car talking to you. Because he can't go in there on the phone. Mm, you see the red flags? You see the red flags. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. So he gets a tally mark. So anyway, so that's what I'm saying. It just never added up. It did not add up. So when you, when I say I cut people off at a certain time, it has to make sense to me. As me being a woman who lives by myself, I don't answer to another person. I can't see why two individuals can't pick a time, coordinate a time, meet up, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever, a walk in the park, a sit on the park bench, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, to get a, have a face-to-face conversation mm-hmm. or an in-depth phone conversation. Mm-hmm. So once that didn't happen, I just was like, chunk the deuces. Yeah, chunk the deuces. That's a scissor move. Yeah, so when mm-hmm. I text him, and this is Labor Day weekend, I, you know, that was Labor Day weekend, so I text him and said, you know, I hope you got home. And oh, I, you gave him a good uh, final well, listen, a good well text. Listen, message. the joker, <laughs> the joker had nine lives. I gave him three more. I gave him three more lives. Ooh. I let him, you know. So when I text him and I said, "I hope you enjoy your holiday weekend," he didn't respond. And then the next day, I text him. I said, "Good morning," you know, because this is what we've been doing. We've been doing. You've been texting me good morning, imposing on my mornings mm-hmm. let me impose on yours because I never initiated that good morning text message. It was always him. So I text him. I said, "Good morning." He don't respond now. So now this, this Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> now we get to Monday, big labor day, big labor day. So I text him and I said, I hope you're enjoying your labor day holiday. He don't say nothing. Nice. You know, when he texts me again, this why I don't let nobody short son play in my face. You're five, two. <laughs> you, you already got a handicap. <laughs> you already got a handicap, sir. You're five, you're five, two. I'm giving you grace. God gave you grace. I'm giving you more grace. So therefore you're five, two. Stop playing in my face. But nonetheless, when I text him, I didn't, I text him Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Mm. When he takes me back, it was Tuesday. And guess what he said? I wouldn't have known because he would have been blocked already in my He phone. said, good morning. And that's when he was blocked. <laughs> Cause you ain't dead now. Now, if you was, if if you had, some, if you had some adverse reaction to your little shock, to your little shock, 
then I, you should have led with that. I'm sorry. I see you had texted me for the last couple of days, and I've been down bad. That's when you say that. But you text me with good morning, like this, like everything's normal, like you ain't seen the last three text messages. So now I'm going to block you because you want to play, and I don't feel like playing. P- games is for children. Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. And I'm a grown woman. A clown? <laughs> How have I never seen that before? <laughs> So, therefore, that's how it ended. That's the note that it ended on. So, people say immature. You should have communicated well, with him. I did communicate. And I, I gave him ample amount of time. I think it ties into the initial vessel of just the setting the boundaries and being intentional. Mm-hmm. You know, it's important that we operate in intention. Mm-hmm. And we think about our, our plans and our vision for our lives and... We're always operating in a space of, is this person good for me? What's the vibration when I'm around them? Am I happier? Am I more clear? Because I'm happy. But like like the meme on face, Facebook and Instagram, I need the er. Mm-hmm. I'm happy, <laughs> but I need the happy er. Er, please. <laughs> er me. And so, you know, men... I feel like because you're the leaders and the providers and the protectors, I'm going to call you to the carpet and just encourage you to be intentional and um, take the lead on finding that woman that adds to purpose and definition um, in your life. And, I mean, the goal should be to eventually find your person, your wife, your your soulmate, mm-hmm. your partner. Yeah. And with that being said, you normally leave you with a word. Mm. Okay. Let us pray. <laughs> so Proverbs chapter 12, verse four in the NIV. That's the new international version for you, you know, younger people. It says a wife of noble character is her husband's crown, but a disgraceful wife is like decay in his bones. Mm. Who are you attracting? Who are you juggling? Is it a breath of fresh air? Does she give you vision? Does she make you feel inspired, happy? Or is she like decay in your bones? Is she making your side hurt? Mm. When you get off the phone with her, is your heart beating fast but not in a good way? When you're around her, are you ready to go? You know, just be intentional. Choose people and get connected to things that are motivating you and nudging you into greatness. Okay. And with that being said, <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> it's time to, to move into the uh small business shout out. So this week, um, I don't I don't have um any of this in my cup, but we have a um what is it? Boozy boo hold on. Bossy Booze underscore. So Bossy, B-O-S-S-Y, Booze, B-O-O-Z-E underscore. They are a luxury bartending service, mobile bartender, all-inclusive packages. Go check her out on um, Facebook. She has uh, your drink specialties for your ladies' night, game nights. They travel. They do little um, events and things like that. So go check her out on Instagram. Again, that is Bossy Booze Ooh, underscore. Bossy. 
Alrighty, and my small business shout out this week goes to Opulent Realty, and that is run by Miss Mark Lockett, and that is based out of here in Newport News, Virginia. It is an excellent real estate company, so if you or someone you know is interested in purchasing real estate, definitely hit up Opulent Realty Company, and that's O-P-U-L-E-N-T. Opulent Realty, and if you're feeling like uh, you need to do a little word search to get a little depth, Opulent is a very powerful word, and that is why she has named her realty company Opulent Realty. So check her out if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. Well... It's another Tuesday. We're bringing to a close. Put in the comments. Give us some feedback about what you thought. Um, like, care, uh, like, share, and if you care, all of the good things. Like, follow, share if you care. We're on Apple Music, Spotify, all of the good things. Check us out. Tag a friend. Send it to a friend. All of that jazz. We'll see you next week. Bye.